Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Spilt, where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. I am Sierra. And I am your other wench, Parker. The main wench, Parker. Mm -hmm. No, we're co-wenches. I can't out-wench you. You're just just so wenchy. I will take that as a compliment. Mm -hmm. I have realized um that my accent is out of control it's out of control it's out of control i was like i'm so glad that i do not have a job where i have to talk to a lot of people on the phone because (laughs) i'm like imagine if i was working customer service and i was just like nor like you know and then sometimes i just slip into it it's especially when i am on the phone Parker, your mic is making so much noise, please. I had to adjust my hand. Yeah, uh, okay. Because we have yet to buy new mics that have a stand. Yeah, we do say this every week. Um, but something about being on the telephone just really makes the accent <laughs> pop. And this past weekend, um, we had some visitors. We had Utah Man, shout out to Utah Man, and his girlfriend, Chloe, who I just met for the first time. She's gorgeous, beautiful. You know who she looks exactly like? Who? Emma Mackey. Love She's serving May from Sex Education. And I said, Love. so you also are serving Margot Robbie at the same time. Yes, because they're um, twins. And she's from Essex. And she had Essex. the most beautiful accent. And I said, Chloe, girl, I wish I could speak like you. And we were talking and I said, you know what? I bet when you come and visit a new like country, everyone is horny for your accent. Everyone's like eating up. They're like, oh my gosh, girl, I love your accent. Yes, 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 speak, say something. And I said, and I'll tell you this, when I go to a foreign country, when I go to Australia, no one's like, oh my gosh, I love your accent, girl. You're so silly, you're so funny. No, that never happens to me. And so I'm just really sad about it that I don't have a cool accent. And I said, yeah. I would honestly give my big toe for a cool accent for an English accent. Well, here's the thing is that I think we have our own little dialect here in Utah that we, that we speak. Andy makes fun of me for it all the time. And actually Courtney made a video about it, about like, Oh, I'm going to a cell, but really it's a sale. Yeah. Or no, going we definitely to get have Adele, our thing. But it's a deal. So it's like, but Adele and Deal. I've never heard anyone say no, Adele. Sweetie, I'm telling you, I've said these things. I've said these things. Okay, I've been if you're out saying Dell instead of Deal, I'm going to get a Dell. But it's like it's literally deal. punch yourself in the face. Uh, sorry, no. Punch me in the face. I guess punch me in the face right now. I actually no, will. But here's the thing: is that our accent is not as cute as a girl from Essex or a boy from New Zealand. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we absolutely. I know I have an accent, quote unquote. Um. But it's just not cute. We have that inner mountain in U.S. accent, mountain time zone. Yeah, mountain time. We're serving mountain time with <laughs> with our voices. Um, oh my gosh, we really are. So we just live, laugh, love that. Um, so yeah, I will continue to live vicariously through my accent that just pops out sometimes, especially also when I'm nervous. I'll just like start talking in an accent and I'm like, I can't stop. I can't yeah. stop. I don't know. I can't find my voice. I, I don't know like where she went. Um, and I've been taken over by not to silence a you. British accent. I'm going to silence you real quick. Is my microphone low? No, I turned our headsets down. So maybe I'll turn them up. Okay. But if you the look same at volume? the input that our things are reaching, the levels were astounding. So I said, 
like say something screaming crying and yelling in this pod track right now yeah okay, sorry so to silence you. I just, i'm sorry i just had to say because i was like it's i sound like i've i've been silenced and i want to make sure that my voice is heard this episode yeah no absolutely i i, no. I, I appreciate you checking um i just um didn't want us to be screaming in our own ears like we usually Thank are you. every week no yeah. usually we are screaming and um yeah here we are yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this past weekend, both me and Parker spent the we spent a weekend away together. Um, we got away from from our children, from our husbands. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we we really did go up together to a cabin this weekend with our friends, and it was amazing. And we did some really fun crafts. We did do some good crafting. We did some good crafting, just like being one with nature. Um, me I saw some deer. Parker saw some deer. I took a four-hour nap. So I took a three-hour nap. Did you know that? No. While you were sleeping, I took a nap as well. And I'm not a napper. But there's something about that cabin that brings out a nap. And everyone there took a nap. Uh, you know what? As we should, because it's something about being in nature just like drains me. <laughs> and I needed to rejuvenate. She's not next to her conveniences. She has to think and fend for herself. Yeah, it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so fun. We go up every year. We've been going since we were 18 years old. So we're coming up on a decade here the next couple of years <gasps> of going Stop. up there. And honestly, it's one of my favorite traditions. And I love that we do it. I'm so grateful we get to go. It's our friend Kelsey's family's cabin. And we, we already went earlier this summer as well. But we got to go again this year, which I'm so grateful for. Two trips in one year. A blessing. And it was gorgeous, beautiful weather. And the colors were coloring in the cabin, in the canyon, I mean. The the colors were falling. Yeah. The leaves were were coloring. (laughs) Me and Parker were also um, a little car sick on the way back. So we just spent a lot of time talking instead of being on our phones. And it was amazing. You know what? We were unplugged. Hashtag unplugged. Hashtag phones in the basket. I remember doing a lot of hashtagging, put some respect on people's names. Amen. That was fun. It was um, so fun. Anything else? Any other updates that you feel so inclined to share? Or? I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning watching Sex Education. I'm not finished yet. I still have one more episode. And the more I watch, because I honestly I wasn't quite bought in. That, did you hear that? Quite that bought was, in. Yeah. That was from the throat. I was deep throating. Um, I wasn't quite bought <laughs> Not anything out of your wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't quite bought in the first couple episodes. And I, the more I watched it, I am now bought in. And I'm sad because I realized I stopped it at 2 o'clock. I said, okay, I'm going to stop this so I can savor this because this is it. This is I, it for this wonderful program. I'm glad you said that because I did watch the first episode and I was like, okay, Slay. But I was like, I wasn't so like, oh my gosh, I need to binge this entire season like yeah. I usually am. Um, so I was kind of just like, mm, okay. Oh, Parker's throwing his phone across throwing the room, his, throwing I'm a just, tantrum. I'm so angry at you saying what I just said. Yeah. You're How dare angry you agree with me? With me? How dare you agree you? with yeah. me? No, I honestly keep on watching. I think, feel like if anyone's at home having the same apprehensions keep on watching it's a great program um kyla and i were facetiming today and she would have the same thought she was like oh, it took me a few episodes but she's like no i'm bought in she's like i'm bought in i have to finish it immediately okay perfect so i will it's like it, i will go. i'm excited it's building up to a good ending so i am excited to see where things go and where they take us but it's it's interesting once we both finish we can talk about it more in depth 
there's some things I, I have some thoughts. I, have some I thoughts this on is it. my only prediction that I have from the first episode that I watched. Um, what's her friend's name? Um, the blondie. Amy. She's so, Amy. My prediction, and I feel like everyone else probably predicted this. Amy and Isaac are going to get together, and that's all I'm going to say. You do not need to confirm or deny. But that's Isaac my is one the one in prediction. the wheelchair, correct? Yes. It's Maeve's old neighbor. Yes. Okay. I think that they're okay. going to have some sort of relationship, and yeah, I'm excited this for is, it. This is this is this comment is not me confirming nor denying this prediction, but everyone needs to know. Everyone at home needs to know that Sierra, her one of her biggest talents is being able to guess a TV show, a movie, a book. Like this woman will know what's going to happen like well before any inkling or clues happen. Like I honestly, I think you should be a writer because you just know where writers are going with the stories. Yeah, I would love it or be like an editor or something. I have a theory that Sierra goes through at Riverdale. I did. <laughs> I'm actually coming out with that and confirming that allegation is correct. I have a theory because when we used to watch that show religiously every Wednesday after we worked, we'd go to your home and watch Riverdale every Wednesday. And, and I said, this is going to happen. And you guys were like, no way. And five minutes later it happened. And I, and we would say, she did it again. She did it again. Yep. I also want to bring up the fact that this weekend we just rediscovered Joanne the Scammer. Oh my gosh, that was a religious moment for all of us. I could not stop laughing. (laughs) If you guys do not know who Joanne the Scammer is, please Google a compilation video of Joanne the Scammer and just be ready to just laugh your ass off because she is (laughs) iconic, truly, honestly. Honestly. Um, And so we have not stopped quoting Joanne (laughs) since we watched that video. Give me access to the bitch. Give me entry to the home. Give me access to the bitch. <laughs> you know what's funny? When is a today, white woman yes. says to stop slandering her name via Facebook, Facebook she, she means, means it. it. No, everyone needs to go watch Joanne the Scammer videos on YouTube. If you don't get it, just know it's a very niche c- comedy for us. Our group chat with our friends is the Scammers. And it has been for the last like six years. So It's been longer <laughs> than that because I remember watching Joanne... But I, we, I, me and Jace were on our missions. No. When she became a thing. It was, but when you guys got home immediately, we remember when we went to educated. that lookout in Salt Lake? Yes, I was and educated And we watched those evening. videos in the car? That was in like 2017. Of, do you want to know something crazy? Yeah, right, that's six years ago. What? Want something crazy about that? What? Is that lookout is directly in front of Angie K's home. And Angie K's on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <gasps> you know that modern home? So we'll we, have to drive up there. We knew who we were she parked was before she was directly big. in front of her home and they were filming an episode at her house. And I said, I've been there. And I, and the thing is like for everyone at home, like it's not like a creeper lookout. It's like people go there and like park their cars and like look out. Cause that's a gorgeous view of downtown. Honestly, she has a prime lot and a beautiful view of the Valley, but it's like, who knew, who knew that's a real house with a Salt Lake city home. That's iconic. It's not iconic. Speaking of homes, this is my last update. My, oh my house gosh, yes. is going to be done in January and for now we for now scheduled for January. Um, I was expecting April and so we drive past. <laughs> I drive past it every single day. There's not a lot. They're not doing a ton every single day because um, the foundation has been poured and I think they're just letting it sit yeah. for a second. Um, but me and Selson Coast went to the model home near our house. That's the same build. And I was like, I'm so excited. 
and it's and, your same layout and, and everything, right? And it's the right? same layout, and I'm like, Parker, we need to go together. I know, we need to we've go. we've been talking about it four months. <gasps> Wednesday. Wednesday. I, I'm actually off on Wednesday, so let's do that. Okay, let's do it. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's it for me. Anything else you wanted to share? I don't believe so, but I was just going to comment. I'm so happy you guys live close, because I think it's going to be fun for you to watch the progress on your home. Oh, I, it, absolutely. It's a mile away. I drive yeah. past there every day. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna know all your it's names. It's so close. I know everyone's names. No, that, literally. So worked no, like, on my home. My parents when they obviously I wasn't born yet, but they um, when they built our house that I grew up in, they lived like three blocks away, like in the neighborhood, like next door. Um, Iconic. Kind of close, like up by the Smiths a little bit, mm-hmm. and so they. My mom said that it was they like it was part of the nighttime routine. They would go like to the like walk to the, like drive to the house and like take a look at it and peek. And I feel like it's very fun because it makes you more of a part of the process, so you're able to see like each step of the along the way. And I'm just so excited for you guys. Thank I'm so you. excited for you guys. I am thrilled to see where my new bedroom's gonna be. Um, oh, we actually went through and we said this is gonna mine. be Parker's. Room. Does it have a walk-in closet? Um, they all have a walk-in closet, but it is not as big as the other ones, unfortunately. Hey, Sorry. as long as I have a walk-in closet, I'll be able to fill my clothes in. So thank okay, you so much. That, perfect. Was, that mm-hmm. was so, that was just so considerate of you guys doing that. Yeah. Today. I just said like, this has to be Parker's room. <laughs> like he's going to be here every single night. Um, I'm moving might in. as well just move in. I'm mm-hmm. moving in. You could share a bathroom with coast. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm you could sure give I'll, him his um, I'll bath bring, I'll bring my, at night. I'll, no, I won't. I'll bring my caddy with my toiletries and bring it in and out. Oh, yeah. Shower bathroom. caddy and shower shoes. <laughs> Q Coast. There he is right there. Yeah. He said, Mom, please. I'm so not sharing please. a bathroom with that man. Hey, we're besties. So. Slay. Anyways, sorry for blabbering on. No, it's fine. Today, we are going to be doing some spooky stories. Spooky, spooky um, skeletons and shivers down my spine. How is that? I couldn't go the next line. Sorry, I was trying to I think. Didn't, I don't know the um, next line, I don't honestly. know. Yeah, so I, I was really thinking hard. I have that same basket that you have. I got it from... Ikea. Ikea. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Anyways, we're just going to read some spooky stories. Me and Parker try to think of like spooky stories of our own, but we are both people who do not um, subscribe to being like scared scared on purpose and like intentionally seeking that out. Like I was telling Parker in high school, everyone would go to this cemetery in Magna and like go do who knows what but like or go you to would, ted like, bundy's lookout or the old house up in immigration yeah, canyon like, you would just like do things like that and like sneak in and did i ever participate no i was sitting in the car with a stomach ache because i was so scared of one breaking the law and <laughs> two of spirits spirits coming out to get me so I couldn't share anything. I don't know if you have really anything of relevance to share or we could just get into the stories. I, I, the only times I'm ever put into uh, scary moments is through Kyla Cameron. That girl will drag me into haunted houses every fall. She will drag me to Tim, uh, Ted Bundy's old little cave up at the canyon. She'll drag me to Ted Bundy's old home. She'll drag me to Magna Cemetery. Like The way that that girl drags me everywhere that's been scary that's honestly everything i have is to uh is thanks to her so so this is an ode to kyla Cameron. she loves spooky things she really does she loves horror films the only horror films i watch are with her 
The only, I don't like horror films. I like things that could actually happen. So like when a stranger calls, like movies like thrillers, intense, I will watch. I don't buy into the paranormal stuff really. Or like Mm. the like, the like ones that are just like, it just doesn't seem real to me. So it doesn't scare me. If it could really happen, that's where I get a little spooked. Yeah. One time Kylie made me go to the Zach Bagans Museum in Las Vegas and... Did you poop in I your pants? I was shivering in my boots. Shaking in my boots. Shaking in the boots. Honestly, it was really scary. And there were some moments in there that it was a little intense. But we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you start crying. I'm like, no, anyways. Like, I like cried multiple times in that museum. Like she like, it was like, actually crazy. Oh, wow. So we can talk about that off, uh, off main. Yeah, let's talk about that in therapy next week. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm kidding. Okay. Do you want to start? Sure. I'm happy to start. This story is called, It Wasn't a Little Girl. Little girl. Do you know that reference? Little Annie. girl. Annie. No, it's from Real Houses of Salt Lake City. Oh, Mary okay. M. Cosby calling Whitney Rose. Little girl. I was giving um, Miss Hannigan. Mm. Little girls, little girls everywhere I go. When she's like pouring the vodka on her yeah. tongue. Yeah. Okay, You're sorry. Just a musical theater girl. Not a, not a reality TV show girl. Yeah, I'm just like into the arts. You love the arts. Okay. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks and telling stories. When we were all, when we, whoa, when we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help, neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together there was a field behind our campsite and we all saw a very tall pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field making the noises we all agreed that this thing looked maybe six feet tall skinny and white as can be we made our we made our way closer to investigate but whatever it was uh that we saw started backing off as we got closer and it disappeared into the trees all night we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Little girl. There's one thing. This is something I think about anytime I go camping. It's fairly unhealthy. Bears. But no. Oh. Anyone could just come and murder your ass. You're in a tent or maybe like a trailer. But like when we're in a trailer and we're like camping, I don't think my parents lock that. So if anyone wanted to, they could break in, open up your tent or open up the trailer and murder you. Yeah. So it's a little bit scary. Let me think of like, um, it got brought up at the cabin. I don't know who brought it up, but there was like that grizzly attack in Banff up in Alberta and terrifying, terrifying, terrifying. If you guys didn't hear about it, look it up. Banff grizzly attack. Okay. This is called the walking dead. I'm a psych, psychiatric. Why can psychiatric. I? Psychiatric. I knew the word. You need to I be in a psych ward. A psychiatric. <laughs> psychiatric. I'm a psychiatric. I can't say it. <laughs> Nurse. Psychiatric. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to try. I'm a psychiatric. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a psychiatric. There just we go. Just say psych. Just say psych nurse. 
Well, I already said psychiatric. Psychiatric. (laughs) Nurse. (laughs) And early in my career, I worked at a residential mental health facility. One of our residents was an elective mute, which means that he couldn't, wouldn't, wait, that he didn't slash wouldn't slash couldn't talk. But there was no medical reasons as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and in fact seemed quite normal back then. With the exception of being close to seven feet tall, he'd been raised in the deep south and joined the military when he was 19. But one night he vanished. He was declared AWOL and eventually he was declared missing and dead. Ten years later, a seven foot tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, my name is Marion Duchesne. Is that how you say that word? I would assume. Um, It's not spelled like Duchesne in Utah, but it's spelled similarly. Yeah. Um, not the real name in parentheses. Sorry. That's what it says. Not the real name. And I've been dead for 10 years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust and he was wearing the same clothes. He'd been reported to be wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, I guess via fingerprints. The family was notified, but said they had already grieved their lost man and whomever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again. Okay. Not even like, going to see that's kind of crazy on the family's part that's that's, that's like messed up crazy. honestly okay marion pat oh sorry paced all day every day moving his mouth that looked like talking or muttering but no sound coming came out he had unwavering habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing heartily but not even a breath could be heard if i talked to him he appeared to listen periodically throwing his head back in that laughter mimicking way of his various medications were tried but they did not affect him either positively or negatively occupational therapy did nothing because marion would just grin and unless told to stay put he'd get up and start pacing again on my last day at the job the last thing i saw was marion pacing in the parking lot throwing his head back to laugh later i wonder if all along i'd been dealing with a ghost all these years later i still don't know the lost man that's hmm. the only thing I'm taking from that story is that family was messed up to not even just like come <laughs> to see who was claiming to be that person in the off chance. Like I get not wanting to get your hopes up, but send at least one son, one relative, one delegate of the family, um, a representative, if you will. But that's a spokesperson messed up. Yeah, that is a little sad. The unrest stop. I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were all rest, all well rested still and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break. So we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us while two young men standing outside, standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work and they left in a hurry. I was watching them. I was watching the car in front of us and the two men had not moved at all, not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. (laughs) The way your voice got louder on the swear words. I I had to emphasize what she was saying. I had to make sure that she felt heard. We all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty. 
truly empty. Not black, not reflecting any light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station out on the stretch of road and got only confused looks. We've traveled on the interstate since, and there is no rest stop. The way that that sent shiver down my spine, I have goosebumps. I'm tearing up. It was the way I was about to say that's so made up. <laughs> I was not faced by that. Like the way it's a parable. It's not, it, it could be a fake story. It could be a parable. That was a good story. That was well written. I love it. Maybe I felt I it because I was reading it, so I felt like more attached to it. That sent a shiver down my spine. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm just like a skeptic or something. Stop being a little skeptic. Believe. No, I, I just feel like if this is my one thing, and maybe I'm not gonna say. No, I'm gonna say it. This is my one thing. If people could haunt and like. Sp- paranormal spirits still truly lingered here people who were brutally murdered they do by the way it's not if it's they do okay but (laughs) why are you not torturing the shit out of your murderer like you know what i mean what if they weren't murdered okay susan powell i think susan why didn't she come for josh well he came for himself so he did in the end absolutely but i don't know i just feel i think that is where like the I mean, not to use like a Mormon term, but like the veil is different for every situation. And also like everyone's different, you know? No, you're right. You're right. I just, I don't know. I am, I don't, I just am more of a skeptic. I think when it comes to like paranormal, it's stuff. whatever keeps your peace. Because I think if you were to think or listen to a true crime podcast, you would be, sh- no, you'd be, sh- you'd be uh, I would be shitty. unwell. And that's why I don't listen anymore because I was terrified of, oh my, my gosh. Life. Um, Ugh, I keep on, I'm like having bear phobia. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a name for it. There but absolutely since, Now that like we talked about like the, the absolutely ash. Now we talked about like the attack in Banff. I'm reminded of an episode on My Favorite Murder where they talked about a grizzly attack in Montana. And it's just like, like it just, it scares me so bad. I remember like when we were Yellowstone when I was a child. We stayed in like a lodge in like Yellowstone Park. And I remember I was still scared. I said, "Mom, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get attacked by a grizzly bear." And she's like, "Sweetie, we're inside. We're in a building. We're on the second floor." I said, "No, it's gonna happen." <laughs> so I think I have like a, a, and then remember when I saw the grizzly bear a couple years ago at the Tetons? The way that that I did you not know this? No, I saw that's a, not bringing any recollection. I saw a grizzly bear run across a field. <laughs> I was standing. In that field with my mother two years ago. And the bear was maybe 100 yards away from us. Like a football field. And it was running. It was running. Running. Do you want to know what that did to me? It made you poop in your pants? It made me shit myself. Cool story, bro. You're such a little wench. Time and place, no. and you did have my birthday dinner. <laughs> you did have my birthday dinner. Speaking of, it's coming up. Okay. Oh my gosh, it is. Yes. Like next week. Um. <laughs> okay. 
This is called It Came For Us In The Graveyard. We were driving my friend's really old beat up Subaru, Subi Gang, um, through a massive <laughs> shout graveyard. Out <laughs> shout out. Shout out Subi Gang. This is from, that's from Kaylee. McKaylee, shout out Subi Gang. <laughs> we stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black and we couldn't make out any other features other than a fact like a ma- that it looked like a man who was wearing some old style top hat. We stupidly waved and shouted, hi. He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting on the rock. Ooh, I don't like that. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water, and then vanished <laughs> into thin air. Jesus. <laughs> and then vanished into thin air about halfway on the pond. My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. The car wouldn't stop, and we heard something banging on the back of the car. It wasn't a constant bang. But every few seconds or so, we'd hear it. Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, but something was making a noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any self-service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get our car started. No banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit pedal to the metal. We sped out of the graveyard so fast, immediately crossing the gates. All of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that something or someone was out there and it was not an animal or a human. See, that was just making me chuckle. No, here's the thing is that since you're a skeptic, this is not fun. I'm sorry. Like you gotta, you gotta like lean into water, it. It's spooky the- season. Guess what, bitches? Ghosts don't, they don't have, they're not gravity. Gravity does not apply to the ghost. I know, but when it was just like this figure started sprinting on the water, it hey, had me there. It had me there. That was a little crazy of her to say, but you know what? It's her story. Okay. Okay. I say we each read one more. Okay. Sounds good. Are you sure you're going to make fun of it? Maybe. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. That's what we're here to do. I, the, the jumping and running across the, the water, I said, Jesus, that's the Lord and Savior. Yeah, you did say that. You did say that. <laughs> okay. It was good to see an old friend. When I was 37, I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a very rural and almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of the town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down. It turned out to it turned out that it was one of the guys I attended school with. Jim, not his name. Gets in the car and we start talking. I had not seen him in twenty years, but he still looked the same, maybe a little older. We get to town and I ask if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink. Is that the veterans of foreign what what veterans of foreign wars, right? I, I think that's what the VFW is. I have no idea. I think it's the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Anyways, whatever. It's not important. He says, no, just take me home. Jim's parents had lived only a few blocks from my grandmother's house, and I turned in that direction, but he said to take him to the outskirts of town. There was a mobile home park out there, and I figured that that is where he lived. When we reached the end of the turn off, he said, just drop me off here. It was good to see you again. And he walks off into the night. I go to the VFW, met some old, uh, my old classmates, we start to talk. As you talk, as we are talking about who was coming to the reunion, I mentioned that I just picked up Jim up three miles east of town and had dropped him off. Everyone gets quiet. Even the guy singing karaoke stops and lays down the mic. My cousin goes white as a new t-shirt. Okay. I've never heard that sing before. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. Barb. Oh, Barb. Barb. That was a new joke, sweetie. Anyways. Barb. Jim died on that curve eight years ago. Rolled his car. Ooh. 
We were all in his, we were on his funeral. I was told. I started to feel really dizzy, and I went out to the car to take some deep breaths. There on the seat is the local newspaper printed eight years previous containing Jim's obituary. I still have the paper. That's kooky. That, that's okay, kind of, like, that, that one, makes me, like, actually, like, sad. No, I, like, got a little emotional. Yeah, like, that's, like, really sad. That's, like, actually crazy. R.I.P. That one's, like, more believable. That one's more believable. Believable? I cannot speak. Sorry. It's, like, Barb is in town. She was amongst the spirits that could yeah okay okay barb you got me there girl okay i'm gonna read this one that's called my mother attracted evil (laughs) that sounds a little crazy um after my parents divorced when i was a teenager i lived with my mother i experienced lots of paranormal happenings several times when i was reading in my bed the room would start to feel really icy Next, it would feel as if someone or something that hated me was staring at me. Damn. When I got that feeling, I would leave my room and come back an hour later. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Ew. Um, (laughs) Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and heard a deep growl from under the bed. The dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like an either really big dog or a man doing his best dog impersonation. Ew. I... No, that's giving me like look under the bed and you're going to get eaten. Um, other times my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine, but wouldn't come when called as if he was afraid something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. Mm. That's maybe not your mom, but maybe just wherever you were living. She attracted evil. No, that was, um, cause that's actually a lot of people that have paranormal experiences. It either get really cold in the room when they have the experiences. Um, or like they'll impersonate something. And also pets are a telltale sign as well. So if like a pet is acting super weird, because they, they're able to sense things that we So don't. I need to get a pet in order to know if there's paranormal activity? If you want to, because you know, sometimes... Whose dog? Kyla's dog. Buckwheat. <laughs> Buckwheat. <laughs> he, will, he will like start barking at shit when I'm over there. I don't like it. That's like, I don't like it. And like it happened once and kind of says, yeah, this happens. I'm like, and you're just, you're okay with that. You feel okay with that. So you're okay with um, having spirits in your home. That makes me feel really good. Um, anyways, I love that. This is a good episode. I felt something. I don't think you did. I think you felt humor. Yeah, I did. But you know what I will say? I want to know, I'm sure you've heard this story. Um, is this a true story or is this like a, just a tall tale? And I'm going to tell it to you and then you tell me if it's a tall tale. I'm ready. Um, it was like this girl was babysitting for the couple and they had left and she was like going to check on the baby and she, um, goes out and she's like talking to the parents that they called and like checked up on her and she was like, Oh, do you mind if I put a blanket over the the clown statue? Like it's kind of creepy. And they're like, "Mm." they said, please stay calm. Go get the, go get the child and go over to the neighbor's house but like act like if everything's fine and she's going out to the neighbor's house and she sees the clown climbing out of the window and they had like sent the cops and all that stuff that's what's scary to me but i'm like is that i don't know sorry i'm like is that a true story or is that just something someone made up but it's just been circulating and everyone's like oh my gosh i know that was like my cousin or something you know what i mean um i mean was it during 2016 during the clown oh, era. Oh, the clown era. The thing era. is, is that I was... I participated in the clown era. I was on my mission. I was serving in 
Kingwood, Texas. Look it up. Suburbia master plan community. The kids were going crazy in the ward. The kids were going crazy for the clowns. I saw so many videos. They were, they educated me. And I said, okay. And there was actually clowns in like going through Kingwood causing a ruckus. Me and Cassidy Condi bought clown masks and clown wigs and showed up at our friends' houses in downtown Salt Lake. I love and that. twerked on their porch for them. See, that's a fun clowning. Yeah. That's a fun We clowning. weren't out in Houston, Texas lying. We you, were... You weren't out in Houston, Texas causing a ruckus. Yeah, no. We were <laughs> We were causing a ruckus with the ass that we were shaking. We were, we were clapping those cheeks you, and making some dollar bills. And you cause that ruckus every day when you slap, when you, when you shake your ass. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's about it. It was, that's, that's all we have written for today. We wrote all these stories ourselves. Um, they're all personal experiences. And that's why Sierra is <gasps> shitting on them. Do you want to know what it's giving? <laughs> Did you ever check out that like ghost stories book from the library in like elementary? That was like supposed to be like the creepy stories and they like, like made. Like goosebumps? No, it was like a book and then they like made. I swear they just like made like a movie or short series of like all those stories. Oh, really? It oh, was literally, I, like that. I checked that out to feel something. You wanted to feel something and you felt, and now you felt I'm fright. Just, yeah, I think I felt fright now. Now I'm just kind of like, Honestly, but the Goosebumps movies used to scare me. I hope I'm not going to be humbled. I hope that I'm not going to start experiencing some You're not gonna see paranormal stuff. And they said, you should have watched your mouth. You're not going to go for a walk at Daybreak Lake and see a guy with a tall hat run over the water sprinting towards me with his top hat <laughs> that one was outrageous the way that like the a man with a tall hat sprinting on water towards you that's a little outrageous that was abraham lincoln vampire that's, that's what a it new was movie. that's a new movie write it that was a movie what yes abraham Nuh-uh. lincoln vampire are you, they disrupted that man and made him a vampire? the 16th president how dare they <laughs> Good job, the 16th president of these United States. Yeah, I do know. What number are we on things. now? 44. 46. Mm. Brock was 44. That's probably why I remember it. He's my man. You've been stuck in 2016. Yep. <laughs> um. Anyways, sorry, we need to shut up. Yeah, we're done um, talking. Sorry, everyone. We love you guys. We hope you have a spooky day. Um. And we, we just, just spilled, spilled the, the tea. tea. Goodbye. Bye.